Hello, this is Michael Ball, Lead Portfolio Manager at Weatherstone Capital Management with our market update on November 8th, 2017. As we look back over the past few weeks at the market action, um, indexes, both domestic and international, were higher in line with seasonal expectations. Bonds were also modestly positive with high-yield bonds providing some uh, modest upside of about half a percent. Higher quality bonds were pretty flat overall for the month. As we move into early November, we're continuing to see a rally in the stock markets driven by good seasonal factors as well as good economic growth. If we pause for a minute to take a look at what's going on on a global basis, our most recent updates of the Global Purchasing Managers Index climbed an additional two-tenths of a percent, um, the fourth straight monthly gain and the highest level since April of 2011. So this is a very encouraging backdrop uh, both for U.S. ability to export uh, globally as well as some of the regions of the world that have been quite weak, notably areas such as Japan, uh, which it's only modestly positive there, but yet uh, they've been in expansion territory for 14 straight months. That's the best that they've had in over seven years. Europe has continued to pick up some steam and remains quite strong on a global basis. So the risk of a global recession or a global slowdown remains quite low at this point and is positive, particularly for global equities where the valuations are lower than what we have inside the United States. When we take and we couple that with uh, typically above average cash flows coming into the stock market as you move into the end of the year, it continues to bode well for a continuation of the rally over the next several weeks. There are, however, a couple of areas that we're keeping a close eye on that give us some concern and may indicate that we may have a correction in the not-too-far-distant future. One of those factors is the high level of optimism that is built up in the market in terms of uh, some of the measures where you're looking at put-call measures, um, surveys on investor sentiment, and things such as that. It's begun to reach levels where typically stocks start to struggle to make and hold on to additional gains without consolidating those. So that is one factor. The second factor is when we look at the low level of volatility that we've had in the market and how long we have now gone without experiencing a correction of 5% or more. We're currently now at uh, 345 days um, without a 5% correction in the stock market. If we go back and look at that historically, this is the longest such time period since 1996. And if we track it clear back into the uh, late 1920s, this is now the fourth longest time period that we have gone. So it's getting pretty uh, advanced. And uh, while it's theoretical that you know you could see us go, say, four or 500 days without a 5% correction. We've never had one that's gone much over 400 days in the past. So the combination of the high optimism coupled with the lack of a correction would lead us to believe that, you know, once you start to get some unexpected bad news that pops up and pushes people to potentially take some profits, or once you get um, past the year end and uh, you're into a new tax year for selling and things of that nature that you could easily see a 5% correction emerge. Although based upon some of the larger background pictures, as we talked about with the stronger economy, 
the likelihood that you end up with a full-fledged bear market remains pretty low overall at this point in time. It's also worth noting that Thanksgiving week tends to oftentimes have above average volatility. This is primarily due just to low trading volume and a lot of people taking the week off or days around Thanksgiving. And typically you don't want to read too much into uh, volatility spikes if they pop up in that particular week. One last area that I want to uh, discuss or note briefly is that one of the areas that's uh, had some good potential because it's been so out of favor over the past two or three years has been energy stocks. It's an area that we have utilized some. It was quite beneficial for us in 2016. In 2017, it's an area that has struggled. And so even though you've seen oil prices drop down and now recover from their lows from the year and they're back to new highs, you're generally not seeing energy stocks recovering back to their highs for the year. Or in many cases, they're still lower and oftentimes by double-digit levels. If we look at the background factors, um, as we see the uh, what's happening to oil stockpiles, those are starting to narrow down and come back much more into their normal ranges. We're seeing the U.S. exporting an increasing amount of oil. And the fundamentals are really starting to come back into balance more. However, we're really not seeing that start to show up in the, the prices of stocks in the energy sector. And if we look at the, uh, the percent that the energy sector makes up in terms of the overall stock market, we're basically back at the levels at which we were when oil prices were at $26 a barrel, as opposed to now where they're at $56 a barrel. So the market's treating it like the bounce in oil prices has been uh, more of a short-term phenomenon. It's not likely to stay there. However, if we see oil prices remain at these levels or continue to move higher, and we see supply and demand stay in balance for a longer period of time, we may see uh, energy stocks emerge as one of the strongest sectors of 2018. We'll be watching that sector closely. So far, it's been a challenging sector to invest in in this past year. There is pretty good value there, but there is certainly also a lack of momentum generally. That wraps up our market thoughts as we move into November. We hope everyone has a great Thanksgiving Day holiday, and thank you for taking the time to listen. Have a good day.